Welcome to Bucket of Chum, the shark movie podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Bucket of Chum, the shark movie podcast. As always, I am your host, Steve Coates. This week, I am talking about 2012's Jersey Shore Shark Attack, directed by John Shepard. Uh, this movie, so it's basically a parody of the reality TV show Jersey Shore and also inspired by the 1916 Jersey Shore shark attacks. Yeah, the characters in this movie are super fucking annoying. There are some redeeming qualities, so let's just fucking dive into this thing. We start on some sort of like drilling rig. At first I thought it was an oil drilling rig, but it's not. They're just drilling holes in. And underwater, the drill is like sending out signals or something, or like some sort of pulses. So we follow these signals into a cave with a few sharks swimming around, and the signals hit them, and they start swimming from the cave. So we start on some sort of drilling rig, um, and underwater, the drill is like sending out these signals or something. So we follow these signals into a cave with a few sharks swimming around, and the signals hit them, and then they start swimming from the cave. And then we go to the shore, some buff dude and a girl he's with go up to a locked up marina or something near the water. As they approach, the girl says, we can't go in, it says no trespassing. And the guy responds like with a Jersey accent, babe, we're locals, we can do what we want. And this is reminding me why I never watched fucking Jersey Shore, like goddamn. So they head down some stairs and we see a shark fin in the water. We see whatever those signals are pulsing again, and the girls heard the noise and asks, like, what it is. This buff Jersey douche responds with, that's just the sound of my heart fluttering as I look at your kick-ass body. <laughs> Fuck Christ. And then he takes his shirt off. She laughs, and he jumps into the water. She takes her clothes off, and she's in a bikini, and she jumps in. She says she feels something touching her leg, so she decides to go out. As she's swimming back, she's pulled by the shark a few times. It's more shark POV than anything, but we do get what looks like a close-up of a shark mouth or a fake mouth. Either way, it looked decent. I was expecting, like, mostly CGI, uh, so it was kind of a nice surprise to see something practical in this. And we also see her severed leg for a second, which was pretty cool. Um, yeah, so there's, there's some decent parts in this. And she's finally pulled under, and she's gone, and then we get the title card. We get some shots of the boardwalk and beaches, and then we get a news reporter saying they're getting ready for the biggest party of the year. I think at the beginning it said it was like July 2nd, so this is taking place around July 4th weekend. Um, no, hopefully nothing bad happens, because nothing bad ever happens around July 4th weekend in Sharks movies. <laughs> oh, fuck. And he goes on saying he's excited for girls and bikinis, and also that Joey Fatone, formerly of NSYNC, will be performing. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> And then we get this car pulling up. The license plate says Nookie 1. N-O-O-K-I dash 1. The door opens and fucking hairspray and brushes fall out. She walks up to an apartment door and starts pounding on it. She's yelling at someone named TC. Inside the apartment, we get a title card that says The Complication. And this is for TC. So TC wakes up and we can hear Nookie yelling he better not be with some girl... And then we go to a wide shot, and he's in bed with like a half-naked girl, so he starts panicking. He starts telling this girl to wake up and pulls her out of bed. She's like half awake and confused. Downstairs, there's some buff shirtless dude with a fucking beer helmet on, and he starts yelling at Nookie to calm down and give them a minute. 
And then we get a title card that says Donnie. Honestly, I'm glad for these title cards because all these douchey Jersey boys look the fucking same to me. Like, just these buff, muscly, like, Italian Jersey boys. Like, they all look the same to me. So, I, I appreciate the title cards. Oh, and also in my research with, like, all of the names of these characters, they are all parodies of, like, the people from the Jersey Shore TV show. So, they either, like, rhyme or, like, are spelt similarly or something. In TC's room, he's kicking the girl out of his room and putting her on the balcony. He tells her to shush, and it's like the VIP exit, and she starts yelling at him. Nookie comes in and asks where the girl is, and as I'm typing these notes, I cannot believe the amount of times I'm going to have to say, see, and write Nookie. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. She is obnoxious looking. I mean, it's clearly a parody of Snooki from Jersey Shore, except, like, less parody and more just an homage or something, because she's just, like, doing a pretty fucking spot-on impression. TC says it's her fault she broke up with him, and she was like, yeah, okay, this is dumb. She broke up with him because it had been six months, and he wouldn't let her wear his chain. And he says, you gotta earn this chain, baby. And, yeah, we're, yeah, we're talking about, like, a gaudy gold chain. Like, they're talking about it like we're in the 50s and this is his fucking Letterman jacket. So, if they broke up, why is she here? Like, she's actively seeking out drama. My god, all these people are terrible. She sees the girl's bra in his bed and he says it's his and to not make it weird. He says he's so hungover he doesn't remember what happened last night. And then she breaks up with him again. Like, great. As she's leaving, she runs into a guy, and he's like, Oh, hey, baby, you starting static, little meatball? She tells him to get out of her way, like, Hey, you wannabe? And he's like, Hey, wannabe, look at this watch. She says, You're not even Italian, and then she walks away, and he says, So what? I respect the Guido lifestyle. And then we get a title card, and this douche nozzle's name is Polly Balsack. Seems appropriate. <laughs> oh, also, if you're having trouble picturing what anyone in this movie looks like just look up jersey shore like you'll have everything you need that's all you need right there the girl from the bed is running down the stairs outside and she's still using a pillow to cover herself up and then she runs off the three doucheketeers meet in the kitchen and they're talking about uh tc should be getting away from that girl and now they gotta head down to some place because it's the long weekend and they need some ass oh no sorry they need some ass Alcohol, sunshine, sex. <laughs> oh my god, die, please die. We cut to an older guy fishing in a small boat, smoking a cigar. He's struggling to reel in a fish, and we see a shark fin and the shark underwater. He pulls in what he thinks is the fish, but it's just a fucking New, nah, it's just a fucking New Jersey turnpike sign. He reels something else in, and it's a girl's head. He freaks out, drops his pole in the water, and he starts reaching for it. The shark comes up and bites his fingers off. When he brings his hand up, we see his hand all fucked up and starts spraying blood in his face. Uh, like, and this part here, like where we see his hand and like blood, is all practical. I was actually surprised at how decent it looked and how much blood they used too. That was pretty dope. The guy falls into the water. We see some sharks approach him. He struggles in the water for a bit and then he's gone. And then we just see his boat flipped upside down. And then some, we hear some party music start to come in. And then we cut to some shots of the beach and jet skis and all that fucking shit. The three doucheketeers go into a bar. At the bar, we see a man named Captain Sally. I know this, thanks to the title card, but he's played by Tony Sirico. I don't know if I'm saying that name right. Um, so you've seen him in The Sopranos, Goodfellas, and like countless 
TV shows where he probably plays a gangster. <laughs> the three doucheketeers go to the bar, say hi to Sally, who is, just doesn't really look like he's that excited to see them. But <laughs> And then we see Nookie and two friends sit at a table. And we get a night, another title card for one of her friends who we have who hasn't even said a word yet. She's just there playing with her fucking hair, and her name is J Money. And her other friend is simply known as BJ. <laughs> yeah, these are some special fucking names. The guys order drinks, and just everything they do is so douchey. I can't write down everything they say because it's just too much. Like, it's so bad and it's annoying as fuck. Just remind me to never go to the fucking Jersey Shore, like ever. Nookie and her friends spot TC and his friends, and she's like, oh, he's gonna come here? Whatever, I'ma do me, and then, like, keep dancing. Like, oh my god, so fucking annoying. TC is at the bar, and he looks sad. His friends tell him to get over it, and they say cheers, and they do a bunch of shots and shit. A title card comes up and says, meanwhile, at some yacht club, it doesn't matter what the fucking name is, there's two guys and a girl sitting at a table. They're all dressed, like, all preppy-like. Like, what you'd expect a yacht douche to dress like. We're just getting douched from all ends here today. <laughs> and one of the guys says he's got the yacht for the 4th of July. The two guys are playing chess, and the girl says, Could you hurry up and win? We have a massage in 20 minutes. She's such a bitch. Oh my god. And so then we cut back to Captain Sally's. Some guy is announcing a wet t-shirt contest. The announcer gets TC to come up with the water gun, and then we learn why his name is TC. He lifts his shirt and says, When girls see this, it gets complicated, and all his friends cheer like fucking hell. It's so fucking stupid. God damn it. Jesus Christ. Anyways, the announcer points out his friends, and they get on stage. They blast an air horn. And then we cut back to the Yacht Club who hear the air horn, and one of them says, It's the kind of trash that brings property value down. Well, to be honest, yes, but I also wouldn't want to be living next to this fucking douche who looks like he's a 40-year-old dressed as a 20-year-old. Like, this fucking guy has two collared shirts on, both collars popped. Like, just because you're a different breed of douche doesn't make you any less of a douche, right? So, one of the guys gets up and heads over. The doucheketeers start wetting the t-shirts of the girls on stage. Nookie points to all of them on stage and says, Skanks. All of them. People start cheering for them to take it off. One girl takes her top off and throws it to some, like, young Jewish teen in the crowd. And, like, he's just I'm so happy about this. <laughs> and, and they're all wearing bikinis under their top. So, like, is it really a true wet t-shirt contest? I don't know. I guess that's up for debate. TC starts making out with one of the girls on stage, like, super obnoxious. Nookie and her friends leave. The Yacht Club nerds enter the bar, and the guys start spraying the girl with water. The music cuts, and it goes silent, and then everyone starts fucking cheering. One of the Yacht nerds says to the guy, You got a problem, Goomba? And the guys are like, Whoa, hey, oh, hey, whoa. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of Italian jokes in this, so buckle up. <laughs> They trade insults back and forth, and then one of the yacht nerds calls them Neanderthals and is like, oh yeah, you didn't go to college, and then he explains what a Neanderthal is because he's so fucking smart. He asks if he could use it in a sentence, and then Donnie says in a British accent, holding up the water gun, shall I use this as an anal probe? <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess he was just trying to pretend like he was uptight, so he did like a British accent. I guess that's what he was going for. The yacht nerd says to TC, your cop dad isn't here to protect you anymore. 
And then TC says he better make sure he doesn't choke on that silver spoon of his. The Otner turns around, then back around and punches TC. A brawl breaks out and people start running from the bar. The announcer guy is being chased by the Yacht Nerds. He throws garbage cans at them. He runs through an arcade and then he stops to play Dance Dance Revolution with some girl. Back at the bar, a cop, who I assume uh, is TC's dad, has told them all to calm down and stop fighting. He tells them to get out of there and so they start running. The announcer dude goes into that area we saw at the beginning, like the no trespassing, like restricted area. He runs down and then jumps into the water and the Yacht Nerds don't follow him into the water. One of them says, you're half the man I am. And then he's like, yeah, and I got twice the bulls. <laughs> Fucking Christ. And so the Otners just, they walk away and they leave. The announcer sees the shark fin and starts screaming. He starts to swim towards the ladder, but he's taken out by the shark. The doucheketeers arrive at the spot and start calling for him. Polly says, well, he is hard to see because he's short. <laughs> we see the announcer in bloody water and then he's gone. The guys get down there, but they don't see him. TC finds his chewed hat floating in the water. We cut to the next scene, and in between scenes sometimes, there's a quick flash of like a title card, and it says something different every time, but this time I noticed it said Guidos can't swim. <laughs> like, I don't know, I guess it's just another comedic element, I guess, or maybe it's from the show. I've never fucking seen the show, so there might be more references to it than I realize. The doucheketeers and the yacht nerds are talking to the police at the restricted area. The doucheketeers say the yacht nerds must have done something to him and they started it. Uh, the cop from earlier is telling them all to calm down and explain what happened. The yacht nerd is like, I didn't tell him to go in. It's not my fault Guidos can't swim. And then they all get mad and want to fight. The cop tells the doucheketeers to let him handle it his way. The next scene we learn that the cop is TC's dad. And the friends say, it's like he believes those Yacht Club nerds rather than us. And They don't actually call them Yacht Club nerds in the movie. That's just my term for them, just so I can separate them. But yeah. Oh, and in this scene, like, they're all working out, too. They're in, like, like you've got, like, protein shakes and, like, just douche city. Okay? <laughs> they talk about TC's daddy issues and his dad hasn't been the same since his mom died five years ago. They bring this up a couple times, but nothing really comes from it. It's... Kind of pointless. And also, JP, who is the announcer guy, hasn't gotten back to any of them, so they're worried, and TC thinks something has happened to him. On the water, we see a police boat searching for JP. Then we see a limo driving up, and a man opens the door, and the guy opening the door is William Atherton. So he's the douchey guy from Ghostbusters, the... Um, yes, it's true, this man has no dick, right? You know when Bill Murray says that line? That's the guy he's talking about. Um, he was also, like, the asshole reporter in Die Hard and Die Hard 2. So, yeah. Guess what? He plays an asshole in this. <laughs> Shock! He tells the old guy who gets out of the car that he's standing where the 18th hole is going to be. So he's developing a resort or something. Because you know how everyone wants to go to a resort on the Jersey Shore. The old guy wants more progress or he's gonna start pulling the funding... So Dickless Man gets on the phone with a guy from the drilling operation. Uh, so it's not oil they're drilling, it, you know, they're just, they're building a resort. He threatens the guy to make more progress, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but the guy he's talking to is played by Joey Diaz. I'm, I'm assuming he's also in The Sopranos and any other TV show with the Mafia, because, like, I've definitely seen him in these things. Like, I don't really need to look him up. He tells one of his guys to double the drilling power, boss's orders. And so the drill is sending out those pulses 
again. So I, I guess this is what is supposed to be attracting the sharks. Then we're back at Captain Sally's, and over the radio, we hear JP is still missing, but presumed dead. Captain Sally and the Doucheketeers have a shot in his honor. At TC's place, Nookie and her friends just walk in, and then the six of them are in the kitchen, and she says she's heard about JP, and she's sorry. They start coming up with ideas for revenge, and TC is like, it totally wasn't the yacht nerd's fault. Nookie asks, so you think he drowned But they don't think so. No one thinks he drowned because they say the word drowned did like four fucking times. It, ugh. I know it's, I know it's comedic, but oh my God, just these personalities are so fucking douchey. It's just it's really hard sometimes. They then speculate that a shark could have gotten him. They resist the idea for a moment and then TC says he has a plan and then they leave. They go to his room. He pulls out a bag of fireworks and Donnie asks if they're having a vigil and he says something like that and they start loading their bags with fireworks. The six of them break into a fenced off area by the water and all I can wonder is why are the girls there? They're not dressed for this. They have fucking heels on and short skirts like just fucking hell man. Like they're just not prepared for whatever it is they're about to do. They see the flipped over boat from earlier and ask what it's doing there and why it's covered in blood. And fucking Polly Ballsack says, Maybe it's spaghetti sauce. My uncle used to go fishing with spaghetti sauce all the time. Oh my god, he's so stupid. They argue over which Vinny's boat it is, and they name like 10 different Vinny's. It's like, oh, is it Vinny Ankles? No, it was Tiny Vinny. It's like, no, it was Big Vinny. No, it's Vinny's Crabs. Like, ugh, the Italian jokes are just fucking nonstop. Jesus Christ. They then spot something in the water. They take the seaweed off and it's half a body. They start freaking out. They then start arguing about whether to take the body out or not. One girl is like, oh, they're just going to cremate him and throw him in the water. Let's just skip a step. And then someone else is like, but what if they want to bury him proper, like in a coffin? You ain't going to put that in a coffin, Polly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they have they just have time to fuck around like this, I guess, because, you know, there's nothing important going on. They see a shark fin, and then a couple more, and then start freaking out. Donnie says he's going to get a protein bar to distract the sharks, because what could resist 25 grams of peanut butter protein power? Oh my god, I hope they all die. Jesus Christ. He fucking throws the protein bar in. They then start throwing fireworks and firecrackers into the water. So I don't know what the point of this protein bar was. It did nothing. It, it gave us nothing. It's just fucking stupid. <laughs> And as they're throwing these firecrackers and fireworks into the water, they still somehow manage to stay lit underwater. They look like pretty cheap fireworks. I, I'm not sure how well this would actually work, but okay, I'm, I'm along for the ride. TC throws a firecracker in the water, and the Force manages to throw one of the girls into the water. I believe it was BJ, if anyone actually cares. <laughs> the sharks start heading toward her, but they manage to pull her out in time. Someone throws a firecracker, and one of the sharks eats it and kills it. Some seaweed flies out of the water, lands on Nookie, and then she starts fucking crying. The girls start walking away and say they're done. TC says they can do what they want, but he's going after them. Jay Money says, haven't we done enough, TC? Oh, I fucking hate their names. Oh my god, I hate them so much. Polly asks how they're going to stop it. TC says they need a boat. We cut to a marina, and the six of them are getting on a boat. Nookie finds a picture of Bratford and his girlfriend. Bratford's one of the yacht nerds. And then she asks, why is it there? 
So they're stealing the boat because TC says Bradford is a douche. And well, it fucking takes one to know one. The guys start arguing over like who gets to drive. One of the girl asks if anyone else smells gas. Donnie spots the sharks and they start heading their way. Donnie spots the sharks and they're heading their way because of course they are. Donnie goes to light a firecracker and fucking drops it in the bag of fireworks. He yells for everyone to get off the boat. They do, and the boat fucking explodes. And a cop car, like, immediately shows up at the marina. And Noki says, looks like things are getting complicated. I don't know what accent I just did there, but I'm pretty fucking sure that wasn't a Jersey Shore one. (laughs) Jesus. At the cop station, TC and his father are in an office having an argument, and TC's fucking handcuffed to the chair. He starts telling him about the sharks and like they're not regular sharks. They have pale white skin and red eyes and one of them killed Vinny. He tells his dad like where the boat is. His dad gets on the radio to a police boat but they haven't seen anything out of the ordinary. Um, His dad then says he has to ask the owner of the boat whose name is uh, Mr. Dolan to not press charges. Um, That's played by William Atherton. His name is Mr. Dolan. So after they argue for a bit, and he says he's going to ask Mr. Dolan not to press charges, he finally lets TC go, and then TC meets his friends outside of the office, and they leave. On the water, a young couple are taking a romantic gondola ride, like you would see in Venice. The couple start making out, and then their boat is hit. The guy looks up and yells, hey! He looks for the boat rower, but he's gone. He's like, where did he go? The girl leans over the boat and says, Brian, look! We see the shark approaching the boat, it hits, they fall into the water, Brian is like eaten immediately, (laughs) the girl tries to get back on the boat, we see a close up of what looked like a practical shark mouth, which was pretty cool, and then we just see blood, so she did. (laughs) And now we're with Dickless, aka Dolan, and TC's dad, Dolan is saying his resort is going to be bigger than the Hamptons, they argue over whether the area should change, blah blah blah. He then asks Dolan to not press charges, and Dolan says, uh, Well, you know, there's an old saying, one hand washes the other. <laughs> the doucheketeers go into a radio station and ask one of the guys there to get on the air and tell people to stay out of the water. The guy asks, like, why he would do that, and they're like, Shark, bruh. Badass sharks, for real, bruh. Got bruh. Sharks, man. The guy asks if he's just supposed to take their word for it. They're all like, Yeah, pretty much. So he says he'll call the police and see what they say. And then Polly explains they've already been there, and but they wouldn't listen. So the guy says, like, he can't do it. Uh, like, he needs an authority figure to, like, be able to make these announcements on the radio, obviously. So they figure out what to do next. And they decide to warn the yacht club because it's the right thing to do. The doucheketeers run into one of the yacht nerds. They tell him they need to shut their beach down because there's killer albino sharks out there. The yacht nerd makes some Italian jokes and, like, they decide to leave. Now on the shore, Joey Fatone, playing himself, is getting ready to go on stage. He's complaining to his manager that when he said boardwalk, he was expecting Atlantic City, not this. And, oh, (laughs) and then Justin wouldn't put up with this. Fuck's sakes. The doucheketeers run up to him, and he says he doesn't do autographs before a show. And they stop, and they're like, "Uh, we don't want your autograph. And he's like, what? Why not? (laughs) They tell him there are white-finned killer albino sharks out there, and he needs to make an announcement about it. He thinks that they're all joking, so he just gets on stage. He says how excited he is to be there, but like he's very obviously lying. And then right before he's about to sing, a shark jumps out of the water, grabs Joey, 
lands on the other side, back into the water. The front row of people are covered in blood. And DC is like, Joey Fatone just got eaten by a shark. <laughs> the news reporter comes on screen and says what happened. And now there's fishermen out there trying to find the shark that killed the legendary Joey Fatone. At Captain Sally's, the boys are telling Captain Sally what they saw. And then Captain Sally says, You want to hear sharks? I'll tell you about sharks and I'll make your pubes stand up straight like the first time you saw a naked booty. <laughs> he brings a binder over to the table and tells them about the 1960 Jersey Shore shark attack. And his grandfather was working there when they were first building the boardwalk. And for those of you that don't know, the 1916 Jersey Shore shark attack is a real thing that happened, and it was the inspiration for the novel Jaws, which eventually for the movie. Um, but we'll get more into that like true story at a later date, I'm sure. He tells the story of a man going swimming and playing around and then started flailing, and people thought he was joking until he started moving around like a rocket ship in the water. The next time he brought his arms up, like one of them was missing. Um, he was attacked by a whole school of bull sharks, and it was known as the Jersey Shore Shark Attack. Ah, he said the title of the movie. He opens the binder and shows some pictures of the boardwalk, a dead shark, and then he tells the story of these fishermen that went out, including his grandfather, to look for a shark to make some quick money so people could, like, take pictures with the shark and, like, shit like that. So they went out in a dinghy with some fish heads. They got drunk and passed out, and... Shark needs vibration, and his grandfather snored very loudly. So the shark grabbed the boat, they all fell into the water, he aimed with his spear gun, and got the shark in his left eye. One of them asks, why the left eye? Which at first I thought was a stupid question, because I'm like, well that's probably just the first eye he fucking saw, or like that's just what he hit. But nope, Sally says because that's the eye of the devil. I'll fucking take his word on it, I am not looking that shit up. <laughs> He points to the wall and shows them the spear gun in perfect condition. TC says that explains everything. The reason they haven't seen an albino shark is because they probably live far out in the ocean, maybe even the ocean floor. So they're attracted to vibrations, just like last time. So it's Dolan's drilling that's attracting them. So those pulses we see underwater are just vibrations. So, so sharks are attracted to the Jersey Shore only when there's vibrations from construction though, apparently. And bigger construction means bigger sharks. Like, get fucked, TC. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> One of Nookie's friends, I think BJ, but could be J Money. I don't fucking know. They come into the bar and say that Nookie has gone wackadoo. TC thanks Sally and they leave. We cut to the Yacht Club and Nookie is dancing on the bar. Someone says she just had 15 jello shots. And yeah, I think if you've had that many, if I had that many, I'd be dancing on a fucking bar too. One of the yacht nerds is like tipping her at the bar. He's drunk and he says, hey everyone, pizza is here. As like fucking TC and the boys come in. TC tries to get Nookie off the bar. Yacht nerd says to let her finish and he has a lap dance coming. TC punches him in the face and his bros are like, oh damn, he jacked him, yo. Ah. He grabs Nookie off the bar and says, let's go. They argue, and like he then leaves her there with her friends. Now it's 4th of July. The beaches are packed. We go to a marina, and there's cops, reporters, the mayor, and some scientist dude. There's a dead shark hanging, and it's a practical shark up close, and it looks pretty fucking cool, actually. The scientist dude says there's nothing to worry about. They caught the shark that killed Joey Fatone. Oh, justice has been served, everyone. 
He says he's a marine biologist, and he's sure that this is the shark that killed Joey Fatone because it's an albino shark, and that's usually in depths of, like, 2,200 feet, and there's been less than 10 sightings in history or some shit. One of the guys says, why don't you stick your hand up its throat and check? Which is actually valid, because if it did eat Joey Fatone, some of him should still be inside the shark. So the scientist puts on a latex glove, and he starts reaching inside the shark, and he pulls out a microphone, and everyone goes, "Oh." <laughs> Dolan then presents the fisherman with a check for $20,000. TC's dad comes to the dock and asks to speak to the mayor in private. The mayor is played by Paul Sorvino, also from The Sopranos and every gangster TV show. TC's dad asks if they should really be reopening the beaches. The mayor says yes, because they caught the shark that killed Joey Fatone. TC's dad asks if he thinks like that's the only shark out there. And then the mayor does the mayor thing and says he's not going to close the beaches on the 4th of July and, like, cause panic, a.k.a. Jaws. <laughs> of course, we got to get a Jaws reference in here somewhere, right? At the drilling station, a man is in scuba gear walking with uh, Joey Diaz, his character's name is Richie, uh, to the water. They stop, and the scuba dude points out something in the water. Richie says he doesn't see anything, and then when he does see it, he says, ah, it's probably just bluefish. The guy says he's going to go check it out, and he'll uh, check the drill later. Yeah, that seems like a great fucking idea. So he dives into the water, and immediately the shark starts swimming towards him. He looks around for a minute, and then starts heading in. He gets to the ladder, and a shark comes from below him and grabs him. The sharks swimming are CG, but we do get shot inside the shark's mouth as it grabs him, and, like, they used a practical shark mouth. It's little shots like that that kind of make this work more than it has any right to. So it's, again, little things like that which kind of elevate this movie a little bit more. Richie tries to pull him up. The shark starts swallowing him, and then Richie flies back, and he's holding the guy's arm, but he falls back into an electrical box and is being electrocuted while holding this arm. We see the drill sending out vibrations again, and then we're back at the house with the doucheketeers. They're working out, and... They're talking about why TC is with Nookie, and then TC is like, D'Angelo came up to me in the club and started rubbing all over me. What am I supposed to do? It's like, well, dirtbag, it's simple. You say no and don't reciprocate. The end. Fucking idiot. He's called the complication because he makes things complicated because he's a fucking idiot. They talk about whether TC wants to stay with Nookie, and he's like, oh, we got bigger problems. Now, are you guys pumped yet or what? Let's go. So yeah, they got their pump on so they can go fight these sharks, I guess. At Captain Sally's, one of the yacht nerds is talking to two girls and he's inviting them to his yacht later. The cops are on the water looking for sharks. TC's dad calls TC and they're like working together. They don't see anything so they'll report back. D'Angela, the girl from TC's bed at the beginning, runs up to them on the beach and says that they didn't do anything the other night. She wanted to, but he passed out and he and then she slept in his bed. So, like, he legit didn't remember. I just thought he was being an asshole. <laughs> so, yeah. She apologizes, and some douchebag comes in and gets her, and they run away. Nookie and Yacht Nerd are talking at the bar. He says, no offense, but these Guido's got no brain, and you need someone that can take care of you. And then she lists off all the things that she likes about these guys. Like, it's like, oh, the abs, the muscles, and the hair. Don't get me started on the hair. Uh, yeah, that fucking hair gel, stiff as fuck hair. Mmm, how sexy. So he invites her onto the yacht, and she basically agrees. Back at the beach, the doucheketeers are keeping an eye out on the water. 
a girl walks towards them and fucking Joey Ballsack is like, oh, hey, hey, oh, hey, listen, sweetheart, I know you want to cool off those hot honkers, but you should stay out of the water. He then pokes one of her tits and says, wow, they're amazingly real-like. She slaps him in the stomach, calls him a pig, and walks away. Like, um, dude, that's called sexual harassment. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> At the marina, Nookie pulls up in her car and goes to the yacht nerd's yacht. One of the guys asks if this is such a good idea with all the sharks, and the other dude is like, you know how much ass I had to kiss to get my stepdad to let me use this? Like, oh, poor Richie Rich just wants to play. He then says, even if there's a thousand sharks out there, that this thing is a tank. Spoiler alert, it's not. And then he says, plus, we have a special guest. And Nookie starts walking towards them. And then one of the nerds is like, what is that Guido expression? D-T-F? And the guy's like, oh yeah, I got you, I got you. Oh, God. Everybody's awful. Everybody. Nookie gets on the boat, and the girl yacht nerd from earlier looks like way less than impressed that she is there. And then we get a montage of people on the boat partying, people at the bo- uh, people at the beach running into the water. On the beach, we're with D'Angela and her man friend. He takes his shirt off and is like, yeah, an APAC, you know you want a picture, baby. She takes out her phone and is like, this is for my hunk album. And then... A shark jumps out of the water and grabs the dude. At first, it's a CG shark, but then we go to, like, a medium shot of this guy, and he's got, like, a practical shark biting the lower half of his body. Honestly, it's probably the same shark we saw hanging at the dock, but, like, it still looks pretty dope. When the shark grabbed him, D'Angelo was squirted with blood, and she's absolutely covered in it, and continues to get sprayed while this dude is being eaten on the beach. We then see people panicking at the beach. There's a practical fin in the water that we can see, which was cool and fine and all, but like every other time they've been CG, so I don't really understand the decision to have a practical one, especially for the most part, it just kind of seems to be floating there. It's not really doing much. So I don't know. I just kind of thought that was an odd choice. The doucheketeers see everybody panicking and they're like, oh, we got to save those girls and start undressing and run to the water. TC's dad and another cop start getting people out of the water. There's people panicking, but like, as I said, the shark fin is like barely moving. Uh, we see a leg floating on some rocks. And then we cut to the reporter and he's interviewing a beachgoer and he describes seeing the white shark with red eyes. And the reporter asks if you'll ever go in the water again. And the guy says, no way, I can't even take a shower anymore. On the beach, TC's dad congratulates the boys on a good job. BJ and J Money, fucking these goddamn names, run up to them and say how happy they are they're all alive. He asks where Nookie is, and they tell him where she is. TC's dad looks at him and says, go. TC tells his boys to come along, and they're all gonna, like, he's like, I'm gonna go get my girl. The reporter does another report and says, everyone's saying the same thing, stay out of the water, bro. The doucheketeers and the girls walk into the police station and start raiding the armory. And like with no effort, they just walk in and start grabbing weapons left, right, and center. The boys ask TC um, if he's good, and he says one more thing. And then he grabs the spear gun off the wall of Captain Sally's and says, now we're good. They head to the marina. They see Nookie's car parked there. They walk onto a police boat, which just has the keys on the boat, and then they drive out. So like they... Man, like, the police in this town are apparently fucking terrible. They didn't lock up their armory. They left their fucking boat keys on the boat. Like, god damn. 
On the douchey yacht, they drop anchor, and we can see the sharks circling the boat. Yacht nerd tells Nookie some of the girls are going skinny dipping, and she's like, not this meatball. And Yacht nerd is like, yeah, that's how we do it. He goes to kiss her, and she says, no, can't, and then says she's going to go work on her tan. He then says, oh, TC can't provide for you like I can. You know, if you want shoes for every day of the year, all you have to do is ask. Like, ugh, fuck off, dude. Use your money to buy an escort. That's essentially what you're doing anyways. Like, fucking Christ. She asks him why they're so materialistic, and he says it's because they we have all the materials. Ugh, lame. The yacht girl nerd, her name is Penelope. She comes over to the guy and says, oh, we have a little fight and you go off to the first guidette? <laughs> I've never heard the term guidette before, but I fucking love it. He plays dumb, and Nookie is like, yeah, why don't you invite her to the sun deck? Clothing optional, remember? Like, oh, buddy, you and shit now. He tries to play it off like he was just joking. Penelope then says she's going to put her kickboxing classes to use. And so Bradford says to Nookie, oh, she's going to kick your ass. And Penelope is like, oh, not her, you. And then fucking Roundhouse kicks him, Roadhouse, and falls down. Nookie says to Penelope, look out behind you, sharks. Penelope says, I'm not going to fall for that. A shark jumps out of the water and takes her out. So Penelope is dead, which is unfortunate because that Roundhouse kick kind of deserved a bigger moment, I think. <laughs> Bradford tells the other yacht nerd to raise the anchor and start the boat. Another shark comes up and grabs a random dude off the boat. Nookie yells for everyone to get to the center of the boat. The yacht nerds can't start the boat and they have no cell reception. The sharks just keep jumping up the sides of the boat trying to nip at anyone that they can. Nookie grabs a paddle and starts hitting the sharks. The sharks start hitting the boat. As everyone else panics, Nookie goes downstairs to get her phone. Her foot goes through the floor and her fucking heel gets stuck on a pipe. And then the boat starts to flood as the sharks keep ramming it. Then we're at the boardwalk and the sharks are ramming the boardwalk and the pier. And people start panicking. TC's dad starts getting people off the pier and the boardwalk. And then him and a bunch of cops like just start shooting into the water. The Dusketeers spot the yacht and start heading toward it. And now we're with the mayor and Dolan as TC's dad approaches. They're in like uh, an arcade or some shit. And they're talking about permits and maybe bribes. All of that bullshit. TC's dad reads off an ordinance from 1916 stating that no underwater construction should be done. So the mayor granted the permits knowing this. Dolan says like, oh, I take all the risk and everyone else reaps the rewards. And it's like, uh, yeah, how's that fucking working out for you, buddy? Back with the doucheketeers, as they get closer to the yacht, they start taking the guns out. And the girls are still with them at this point. And they get guns. And it's scary. Because they clearly don't have a fucking clue how to handle one. Like, not that I really do either, but like I'm kind of sure I can manage better than them. At least when they first get these things. It's scary. <laughs> TC exclaims they have to get those people off the yacht. They start shooting at the sharks, and they're yelling everywhere, like, Oh my god, I got one! Oh yeah, look, I got, oh my god, behind you! And, like, Balsack fixes his fucking hair at one point, like, as if that amount of hair gel is gonna budge. TC kicks a shark as it's trying to come up the side, and complains it dented his fucking shoe. The sharks disappear, I, I guess, and then they pull up to the yacht, and people start boarding. Nookie is still trapped below, and then TC comes down to the rescue. He goes under and starts to get her foot out. Back at the boardwalk, the reporter is telling everyone not to go down there, yo, and the sharks are still ramming into the fucking boardwalk. 
TC just unstraps her shoe so she isn't stuck anymore. Like, Nookie, you fucking dunce. Like, she didn't think to just unstrap her fucking shoe. It's like, no, I'm just gonna leave my foot in here and see what happens. So she almost drowned so she wouldn't lose her fucking shoe, I guess. One of the sharks bursts through the side of the boat and TC stabs it with an oar. Nookie is just so pleased he came to save her. He takes off his chain and puts it on Nookie. Do we really have fucking time for this shit? Like, the boat is sinking. And then they tell each other they love each other, and, like, they're using their full names, which I'm, I didn't even attempt to fucking write down. Like, fuck that. The boardwalk, or pier, starts to collapse. There's a Ferris wheel that becomes detached, and it runs over Doland and the mare, and we get the, uh, we get the Wilhelm scream here when it does, too. TC and Nookie are leaving the boat. Yachtnerd Brantford is still on the boat. Donnie and Polly just want to leave him there, but TC says no. That's the difference between us and them. Oh my god. A shark rams the yacht, and Bradford falls into the water. The shark starts chasing him immediately, but Donnie manages to shoot it. They pull Bradford onto the boat, and on the radio, they hear the sharks have been spotted at the marina, so they're like, Let's go, boys! They pull into the marina, and there's sharks everywhere. TC hands Bradford a gun, and everyone starts shooting into the water. TC's dad sees someone in the water, and he heads towards him, and he starts yelling at them to swim, swim, and then he finally dives in to help, like, fucking took him long enough. The doucheketeers and crew are shooting in the water and see this. They see the shark approaching and start shooting, and then apparently everyone is out of fucking ammo. All at the same time, they all ran out of ammo. Amazing. Donnie hands TC the spear gun and is like, make it count. TC takes aim and says, Smile, you stupid fish. Shoots, hits the shark in its left eye because everyone knows that's the eye of the devil, apparently. And the shark is dead and everyone starts cheering. Dad and the girl reach the dock and they get out of the water. TC gets to the drill and he shuts it down and the sharks just start leaving. So it's like, oh, no more sounds, okay, we're gone. And then they just, they leave, like gone. All they had to do was shut this drill down and now they're gone. Okay. <laughs> and then everyone starts cheering, Guidos! 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 <laughs> like, holy fuck, man. I haven't seen anybody this excited to see a bunch of Guidos since that fucking episode of It's Always Sunny, where fucking uh, Mac and Frank are in the middle of the ocean with their rum ham. If you haven't watched that, you probably should, because it's a fucking great episode. <laughs> Nookie gets off the boat and goes to TC, and they kiss, and aww... And then we go back to the reporter. Uh, he's doing his thing for a second. And then a shark comes out of the water, nabs him, and then we roll credits. We really didn't need that last scene, but the reporter dude was annoying enough. And I guess it was fine that he died. But like none of the other douchebags that I really wanted to die, like actually died, which was unfortunate. But yeah, but yeah, that that was uh, Jersey Shore shark attack. Um, some of the pros of this, we got some practical effects. There was a decent amount of blood when they did use blood. And I mean, there was plenty of eye candy for everyone. Like, there, there was something in there for everybody. And, I mean, it was nice to see some seasoned actors doing their thing, even if it was short-lived. Uh, some of the cons. Holy fuck those names. J-Money, uh, BJ, oh my god. Just terrible. All terrible. And... The the plot is like how many other movies too. Like the plot is really nothing special. And I just hate the whole like Jersey Shore culture from that show. 
But I guess if I wanted to turn that into a pro, they did a really good job at portraying it. So I'll, I will give them that. Favorite kill, like, absolutely has to be uh, D'Angela's boy toy on the beach because we got, like, a practical shark for a while and we got lots of blood. So, I mean, that kind of just hits all the right notes right there. I mean, overall, yes, the characters are annoying. The dialogue is stupid. But as far as, like, parodies go and comedies, like, this was actually pretty fucking entertaining on that end. Even on the shark end, we got a little bit of practical. Um, at least they did a different type of shark, too, which was interesting, I guess. Again, at least it was something different. So that was Jersey Shore Shark Attack from 2012. Don't forget to check me out on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Slasher. All of them at Bucket of Chum Podcast. And don't forget to go to bucketofchumpodcast.com. All kinds of great things over there. There's a new donate button. There is blog posts. So stay there for everything Bucket of Chum. And as always, you can email me at bucketofchumpodcast at gmail.com. And I will see you guys next week for a brand new episode of Bucket of Chum. Thanks for listening to Bucket of Chum, the shark movie podcast.